Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. Hi guys, it's Troy. And welcome back to another episode of the Pipe Bomb Show podcast, bringing to you live once again late. I am so sorry, you guys. We just have like so many things to do. And I was on vacation, okay. Yeah, I was vacation on vacation. <laughs> like I see a lot of people going out. Fortunately, I'm actually gonna like hang out with friends for the first time on Wednesday. Yeah, it's literally Enjoy been, like, it. one and a half years since I've seen my friends. And you know what? I think we should just get right to it. This week was pretty packed and pretty, it's pretty eventful, I must say. So, shall we just get to it? Let's jump right in because you got a pay per view to talk about, girls. So, let's jump right in. So, starting this week off, we got our Hell in a Cell pay per view. So, Starting us off on the pre-show, it was announced like I don't know five minutes before the show or something, five or a few before hours before the show. <laughs> exactly. Well, on the pre-show, we got a preview of a future tag team match, but for now, we got a single smash between Mandy Rose and one half of the women's tag team champions, Natalia. So I'm going to start this off by saying, I did not expect this match to be great, but it was amazing. I agree. Like, I feel like this is Mandy Rose's best match by oh, really? far. I feel like... Would you put this I over the so. Sonya match? Yeah. yeah, the thing with the Sonya match is that it was nice too, but like... It was like... The, the, table, didn't, the, the table was not used. <laughs> yeah, right. I, was, I kind, was just... And it was kind yeah. of overshadowed by like the whole soccer thing. Yeah, it was. Oh, and Sonya's back. So, like, she didn't really leave WWE. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, if we're talking about, like, like a standard wrestling match, I think this is Mandy Rose's best. Because, like, the, the one with Sonya had, like, you know, it was a loser leaves, no disqualification, lay cool themed match. As opposed to, like, a technical match, as like, what she had with Natty. But it was really great. She was really, really good in the ring. And this goes to all of her haters, because I know there are some haters Change. She's just beautiful. And she can't wrestle. Guess what, bitch? She did a missile drop kick. It's over for y'all. No comment. She took notes okay. from Brie Bella Academy or something. Girl, don't be bringing up Brie Bella right now. <laughs> I do not. Not right now, girl. But who else has a missile drop kick? Gail Kim Academy. Gail Kim. Oh, girl, don't even bring up Gail Kim either. <laughs> not for the diva stand. <laughs> No, but y'all know what we mean. Who did it just do? Yo Shirai, you know. Yo Shirai, you know, taking notes. But yeah, I feel like she just worked really well with Natty. And like, you know how they say Natty's like a really good technical wrestler. She can have a great match with anyone. This is a perfect example of it. And I think it's just fair that Natty took the win. That's all I have to say. Yeah, um, it was really surprising to me, but at the same time, it just makes sense because this feud literally just started off on like the previous Monday, so like mm-hmm. them having a pay per view match already, I mean them having like a championship match, I mean on pay per view would be like such a waste, and but it would just be like so weird. So I love the fact that they had a one on one match, and I do agree with these competitors because I hate to say it, but these were like the more highlighted ones in their respective teams of real, and. You know, it's really great to show on how talented these two women are. I actually agree with you. I really enjoyed this match. If you were to ask me, this is what I expect every Raw. Obviously, we don't get that a lot. True, um, true, 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 to be honest. But, but this is really what I expect on a weekly show. And for for a, for a, for a match with little to no build-up or anything, amazing. Literally one of the... Such a great match. And might I just add, 
I'm so happy that we're ending the Thunderdome era because this is the last pay-per-view in the Thunderdome for those oh, yeah. who I should have brought We're ending the Thunderdome era with a 50-50 men's and women's card. There are eight little matches, four of them are women, women, four of them are Was it really 50-50? I, I it thought was 50-50. Like oh, it was even. I thought, I thought they even. said like the women had more. I, I don't know. I know. Well, because like if you there's only eight matches in total, and then if you like, yeah, four, four. So yeah, it's a okay, fifty. That's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. And this might as well be evolution too. I lied. Hopefully this will. It evolution. was. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just really happy on how it's going for WWE. We're definitely, I'm definitely not expecting as much matches on Money in the Bank because obviously the latter matches there. But if this is any sign of how many matches we can get per pay per view. It would be such an amazing moment as like, you know, you know, me, you know, Troy, we used to grow up on one match pay-per-view. No comment. So uh, this, this is how far they've come. Like, I remember being so happy when they got two matches of pay-per-view and I'm like, only two matches? Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, like, we now we get four and like, it would be great to like, you know, wait for like the next match to come on, but... Yeah, so pretty great job by Natty and Mandy, you know, putting the tag team division or whatever's left of it, whatever's left of it, like on the spotlight. So good job to them. But moving on to the main card, we got opening opening up the show actually. Mm-hmm. We got Bailey taking on the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, inside hell in a cell. So you know what? I'll let you start us off. What did you think of it? Girl, Hell in a Cell is always one of my personal favorites. Um, mm-hmm. matches and this definitely delivered one of my biggest, one of my favorite, um, like things that they have shown on Helena Cell is Bailey's experience and how many callbacks they had to Bailey versus Sasha and Helena Cell. That's she true. did like that, that, um, sunset flip thing to the, to the, to the cage with Sasha to the cage. her, and she also mm-hmm. had like that dual candlestick thing where she had to, tried to do it, she had it year, but, mm-hmm. but she. But now she actually had a safe and there's just so many callbacks and I think Bailey's the veteran. Like it's really like sh- now this is like where it really sells it to me. Like okay, sure like sure, Bailey was a veteran and is way experience wise way ahead of Bianca Belair, but I didn't really necessarily feel it because yeah, but like now you can definitely see it and this is such I don't know, I really have like no words to express it. Those are my two personal favorite spots. And this just really showed that women do belong in Helen Helena Cell. Although, to be completely honest, this is my least favorite Helena Cell rock. Really? I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Look, looking at the past years, I just didn't feel that much intensity with it. Maybe it's just because of the buildup as well. But overall, so pretty solid showing. Um, KOD to the ladder. I personally wanted it on the table instead, but I'll take it. <laughs> So yeah, true. I Honestly, agree. it looked really painful. Like I don't know how it Bailey did. agreed to take that bomb, but like I have massive respect for her to yeah. take to take that face first. Wait, not thinking about this. What are the Helen Nicole matches for the years? Twenty sixteen, Sasha Charlotte. Yeah, Sasha Charlotte, Sasha Becky, Sasha Bailey. Was there one in twenty seventeen? I don't think. No, that that was Natty and Charlotte. <laughs> Where she attacks her with a chair. <laughs> like, oh, but that wasn't in the but that wasn't the that wasn't in the cell. Yeah, yeah, it okay. wasn't in the cell, but like Okay, and then there's Sasha Becky, Sasha Charlotte, Sasha Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. 
actually, I've been seeing a lot of people's rankings. They they put this match third with Sasha and Charlotte as the lowest, which I can really? kind of I can kind of see why, because like you know how it had lots of botches and how the tables didn't break, but like oh, at the same okay. time, but at the same time, it was like the first ever Hell in a Cell. So like I was like really you know Me shook that Sasha they was actually put there. It. <laughs> Me too, and then she like she got up and then like, she was fine. So, I was like, like fuck, they don't do this. Like, <laughs> I know, but like, honestly, I would say I didn't really, I didn't hate the match. The match had great moments, spots. I feel like the reason why it wasn't as intense as the other three is because obviously the rivalry isn't that intense. Like, it's not like they yeah, yeah. hate each other, like, they want to kill each other. Like, it's not that mm-hmm. level. Not yet. as much as the other things, that's for sure. Exactly. So, like, that's why it's not as, like, physical but it's like the right amount it's just like you know it's kind of like a fair balance but honestly it was a really great match i really enjoyed it although it was relatively shorter than all of it the Helen matches we've had i'll take it i'm not mad about yeah. it and it would and, and open the show if anything and another thing i would say that i do love about this match is once again which i think is very important is finisher protecting the kod was only True. once there rose plant Correct me if I'm wrong. It was used, used once. It was used once. Okay, that's like the maximum for me. We're gonna keep the maximum is once. True. Yeah. But AEW could never. Oh my god. <laughs> AEW lied. would say you pick out of the the tie oh, but you don't kick out of the DZ tie. So. Star. You know what they don't kick out of though? <laughs> the beast bomb. <laughs> Nobody kicks out of the beast bomb, bitch. Literally, not even Britt Baker can kick out of. Not the beast even Britt Baker. <laughs> It's like the most protected finisher out there. But. <laughs> so yeah, um, that was it was a really fun match. It was really just the build up for me, which kind of botched it. And I said it before, I would have personally rather seen Charlotte and Rhea in the cell rather than this. Because for me, it had more intensity and even history behind it. So yeah, exactly. That's all I have Same to say. Here. Um, before we do move on, I just forgot to bring up Bianca looked great. The white, the yeah, red, the yeah. orange, the flames. It was amazing. And like knowing that she makes her own gear. <laughs> no bitch. I'm gonna tell y'all. He 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 mouthed the words pirate flavor. I do not I do not condone this attitude in this video. Anyways. Anyways. So yeah, that was it for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Before we go to the other championship match of the night, we got this quick match from Shayna Baszler and Alexa Bliss. So not bad. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Considering this was the last time they'll be, they would be in the Thunderdome. I was expecting a bit more cinematic, just because you know, it's like the last time they're gonna be able to do these crazy ass shit where like the lights fall out. Um, I don't know, the Tron explodes. They're not gonna be able to do that like with a crowd. So I, I thought that they were gonna like pull out everything in this match, but they didn't. But I don't think. I personally didn't hate it. I, I thought Damn. it was fun. It was camp. It was camp, to be honest. Um, it was so and, camp. I love it. I know. And, like, I know a lot of people aren't, like, big fans of the, like, hypnotizing thing. But, like, if you think about it, it's the only thing that they can do with fans that would look realistic if we're being mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. So, like, what what can we do? Um, I think the only con that I have about this match is that Shayna lost again. <laughs> She's on a losing streak, and I feel really bad for her. But I don't know. I think she's in her natty era when she's like no. putting everyone over. But like every time I get pissed that she's losing, I remember that she had this win streak in NXT. So 
it's totally fine yeah. with me. <laughs> but like in terms of that, of like in ring wise, I think I really miss Alexa Bliss in the ring, which is why I really enjoyed seeing her Same. doing these flips and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, that's my take. That's all I have to say. What about you? I love, um, I love how uh, Fire this new Alexa Bliss is really bringing her back, bringing back her move set. Because I have no idea why, even though when she was a face with Nikki Cross, her move set was limited as hell. Like we've mm-hmm. seen her do like more crazy stuff in NXT, and like. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to hear if like my dogs can be here. But like, but like, um, you can you can see her moves are slowly coming back to like the sunset flip, which is one of my personal favorite Alexa Bliss moves. Can I just say the twisted Bliss? Even like she's been like doing the twisted Abigail, as I like to call it, under DDT for quite some time now, and not the twisted Bliss. So, um, and doing more of this aesthetic stuff with the hypnotizing things. I'm not mad at it. Like personally, it's not my favorite. I feel like yeah, they could have done more. Thank but you. um knowing what they did in WrestleMania, which I'm still jaw dropped by, like that thing where she just had like black whatever like coming out of her face, like in like split of a second. I do believe they're gonna have like a little more of that. And it's gonna be very interesting to see Alexa in the future, especially on what we're gonna talk about later on. For sure. We're going to talk about her later on on Raw. But for now, let's move on to the final match of Hell in a Cell where we got to see Charlotte Flair challenge Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. So, start us off. What did you think of it? I really love this match, honestly. Rhea and Charlotte just have really good chemistry with each other. And you don't really see, like, two titans, as I like to call them, like, fight each other a lot. They're, like, two very muscular, tall wrestlers, which... Well, Charlotte actually kind of does fit the WWE old mold before, but Rhea does not. So you have like that edge mm-hmm. to it. And of course, you know, if Charlotte fires in the championship match, there's like a really part of me where I'm like, oh, oh she's going to win. And to be completely honest, like, they're like, oh, she's going to win. So I really didn't know who was going to win. And I'm going to get right to it. It was very hard hitting. And I love how WWE has been like loosely. I saw how Lucy WWE has been doing with the with the weapons and all. Like personally, I still don't get why using the steps to your advantage is not noticed. It's not, it's not disqualification, right? So like, yet using like or even like the barricade now while we're at it. Yet using that like thing that board on top of the announcer desk is disqualification. So like, girl, <laughs> do something and. Mm. Yeah, that's really the thing. Um, Rhea Ripley Riptide, really amazing to see you once again. Charlotte obviously put the foot on the rope and all. Um, there are a couple of like bits, hats, and botches I did see in there, but it was a hundred percent forgivable. And not gonna lie, like part of me, like as a person who wants Rhea to have a long reign, when Charlotte put the figure eight in the middle of the ring, I was the like, I was worried there. Actually, no. I, I'm a I'm a Charlotte stan. I was low key excited. Let's say I was worried, but like we all know what happened. Afterwards. It's a mix of both, I would say. So I'm very happy that she didn't she didn't lose. And disqualification. My question is though, seeing like how they're booking in the future, is is this a sign of a double turn? I don't know. I feel like they could do it. Maybe. Because, like, well, if we're going to talk about next week, next week's Raw, 
we watched from the TVs of the Maddie and Tamina. Or was it Mandy and Danny? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> this is so long ago. Well, but maybe. But, like, yeah, I'm a bit like interested because like normally faces wouldn't do that to themselves. I'm not sure if they're going with the route that oh Rhea's just a really smart person or if they're just gonna make Rhea as a, a heel as a whole. To be completely honest, I like Rhea Ripley better as a face. I mean as a heel rather than a face. But also I'd rather see Charlotte Flair as a heel than a face. Give us heel versus heel. But I doubt we're gonna have it. True. This is actually I mean, pretty close to a heel versus heel match. Yeah, it though. pretty much is. I, I feel yeah. like that's why a lot of people are like not big fans of it. Is it's cause they don't know who is heel or who's face, which I was yeah. also a bit confused, but at the same time if you think about it. I don't know either. They just don't away each other, guys. True, true. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's something different in a way. Because, like, I don't think heels and faces necessarily need to exist. Like, especially, like, now. Like, you know, they do heel and heel, face and face, face and heel. And, like, there's a reason why there are are tweeners, you know? So, like, I I find it really interesting. I can understand why people aren't vibing with it a lot. But like for what it is, I'll take it. Like it's a it was a great match until yeah, you know, really... the whole disqualification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess like another reason why they, these two women didn't get the sell is because Crowder is probably like the future of SummerSlam. Let's be real. Yeah, so, they probably will. Oh well. Yeah. So very excited for that money in the bank. Um, while we're at it, money in the bank. I'm super excited for. Besides the theme. Paper, the crowd just gives another layer to this thing. It's just like, watch AEW, guys. So for those who don't watch AEW, it feels <laughs> very much alive, I would say. It and, does. And, you know, to be completely honest, AEW crowds are way better than WWE crowds. But I just know, WWE crowds are just as hungry to see people back on, their, on, their, on, on the stadium. So, yeah, let's do it, you guys. Come on. Yeah, and actually, we're very close to having live crowds in weekly shows too. Because I know mm-hmm. they're going on tour in July, and it's the end. In of the, the end month. of the month, on the end of July, I'm pretty sure. Because like I'm pretty sure the first show is the SmackDown before Money in the Bank, the Go Home show, and then after that, there will be. Okay. Tour. So yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'm very much interested to see how that goes, and it's gonna be very interesting because like now, um, it's. It was so easy for them to just call people up and like move people down to NXT, and so I want to see who they first who they like permanently bring to the road. Because I wouldn't be surprised if we honestly get like one more lineup. Hopefully not firing, but hopefully like maybe like demotion or like call up. Yeah, yeah demotion sure. sounds bad, but y'all know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a, it's a way better term than what we all know. The R slur. <laughs> no, not a slur, but we're not going to say that word here. Anyways, so speaking of Money in the Bank, we're actually going to head on to Monday Night Raw because we got a couple of Money in the Bank qualifying matches featuring Naomi and Asuka taking on the debut and return, the return of Eva Marie and the debut of Dewdrop. Oh my goodness. First of all, okay, let's get the elephant in the room addressed. What do we think of Dewdrop? <laughs> the name Dewdrop. Girl, 
it's pretty offensive. Let's start with that. During Pride Month, nonetheless. <laughs> Not on Pride Month. But oh my goodness. But like y'all saw how I'm sorry, I'm calling her Piper. Y'all saw how Piper reacted to that when she was called Doodrop. So I do believe this isn't her real name. So hold your horses, everybody. But for the lack of freaking anything, y'all couldn't have given her like another like a basic generic name. Like I don't know, make it called Jessica or something. Jessica. <laughs> Jessica R. <laughs> But <laughs> but yeah, that that's right. Because like when Eva announced it backstage that her name was Dewdrop, she looked confused. She was like, and "What?" Pissed. And I don't know if you noticed this because I didn't notice it. But my friend Rafa, he said when Eva said Dewdrop, Piper was actually mouth mouthing the name Piper. She was like, "It's Piper," oh, which I don't know if that's true. How but like. It is. I, I hopefully it is because like I hope like they're doing this on purpose to make us hate Eva even more because it looks like she's being healed. Because like, it's working. Let's be. Real. It's working. It's working. Let's no be matter. Because to be honest, <laughs> no matter what people say about Eva Marie, she is just like automatic heat on a platter. So true. True. Girl. And if you think about it, it it helps make Dewdrop or Piper a bigger face, if anything, because yeah. they're rooting for her to like leave Eva alone. Which speaking of that. Um, let's get into the match. Um, I will say it's been a while since I've seen Pipe do drop. You know, I'll just say Piper. I don't care. It's been a while since I've seen Piper in the ring because I, I think the last time she wrestled in NXT UK was like, was it the one with Jane? Was it the mixed tag? Yeah, I yeah, the mixed tag. I think that was her last match in NXT UK. It's and it's been a while. You know, like Jenny's gone gone on to face Danny Luna and everything, so it's really been a long time. Um. So I kind of really miss seeing her in the ring. I really wish Eva wrestled more. But I think they're they're keeping it a tease, which I'm pretty sure she's improved in the ring. Mm-hmm. I would like to believe that she's improved too. in the ring. But of course, we can't say that because we haven't seen it. But I don't know. Piper worked really well. Um, and I think as for everyone else in the match, they did what they had to do, except Eva, because she didn't wrestle. Naomi and Oscar worked really well. They have They have a history as a tag team. Naomi has oh tagged with everyone <laughs> at this point. If we're being honest, right. no comment. But like, you know what? Do drop like leaving the ring and like saying, "Girl, the same for me." And even Marie lost to her old finisher, the roll up. Remember when people said her <laughs> finisher was a freaking roll up? There you go. She got rolled up. And there you go. Naomi and Oscar have qualified for money in the bank. Personally, well deserved. Because I don't know how I would have felt if Eva and Dewdrop qualified over them, considering Naomi needs to do more and Asuka, you know, she already won last year, but like she could do much more in the match. But that's all I have to say. Where do you think this whole storyline is going with Eva and Piper? Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, it's pretty, I said I quickly, that's what I wanted to say. So I want to. <laughs> I don't really have any guesses, but I'm not sure if it's 100% true, but people say that Eva Marie has a little bit of alumni page, but really? is she still there? Is she still there? I mean, I can check. I can check it right now while we're... I'll check the network right, right now. So, yeah, um, it's escalated quickly for sure, but, you know, it's pretty... I don't know what to expect. Like, that's really it. Maybe they just haven't updated it or something. Let's just see. But yes, speaking of that, we got this quick segment from Maria and Charlotte in the ring together. Um, clearly Charlotte's pissed 
Well, not really. Actually, you know, I was expecting Charlotte to be pissed. Because, you know, for the longest time, she was like, uh, I just want to say, even Marie oh, yeah, is ahead. not on the alumni page. So oh, she was, she's not? Okay. There's that. He's fine. There we go. But, yeah, back to my point. I was expecting Charlotte to be more mad. Because the last time she lost to Nikki, she was like, get this shit off of my record. I did not lose. But now that she lost to Rhea via... No, she won the match, but like she didn't get the title. I felt like something changed. Like she's more classy about it. Like she's like, oh, I, I lost, but that's fine. And like, if you <laughs> notice, whenever Rhea does something bad about it or acts in a heel manner, Charlotte just gives her a smile, like an evil smile. Like, Ooh. I don't know. It feels different. She feels different. And I love that Charlotte's acting very, you know, like kill them with kindness sort of deal. Like, I love how how she deals with it. It's really hard to explain, but, like, I'm loving it. And I know people are loving Charlotte right now, too. But that's all I have to say. And imp- as we all know, the rematch for Money in the Bank got announced. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's going to be anything different about this match? Like, are we going to have a stipulation added or something? You know, personally, sure. if you were to ask me, one very underrated thing that people don't really do at Money in the Bank is ladder matches for the championship. So I feel like this is the perfect way to do it because why not see i feel like they would concerning their history like they've had lots of one-on-one matches with each other so like just to keep things different and fresh why not put in a stipulation it's kind of like the bianca bailey situation Mm -hmm. but more intense right but yeah yeah that was so do you have anything else to add for sharia and charlotte or Nothing much. All right. So moving on, we got this tag segment with Natalia and Tamina, the women's tag team champions, and Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. It was basically the same segment from last week, but the roles reversed. And in this time, Dana and Mandy got the upper hand. So it looks like they're just making things even. But at the same time, what the hell is going to happen with the women's tag division? Like These are the only women in the tag team division as of now right. so like how can how can they keep things spicy because i don't think the tag title match is going to happen soon maybe money in the bank i don't know but we're going to need competition what do you think yeah it's just a bit confusing on where it's going i do love the fact that they're still using the division even if it's really if, if that's what really is like if a team if a two team version is a division instead of division it really is so um, I'm just really hoping that more tag teams get called up or even formed because girls are getting desperate at this rate. Like Shane and Naya are like half of the are like a semi team. So technically there is three, but like there will be more tag teams up in this household. Yeah. True. And speaking of Shayna and Naya, they actually had this qualifying tag team match as well against Alexa Bliss and the debuting oh my goodness. Mighty Molly, you are shaking in your boots. We got the new and rebranded Nikki Cross. First of all, what do we think of the whole look? Honest opinion. So what do we think? <laughs> of I the don't new like the look, look, but I like the gimmick. Okay, actually, same. Like, let's be real. Like the look, it like no, you know, it's not cheap. It's camp. It was camp. I don't care. What it, was, it was camp. It was <laughs> I like I like about it's a little bit of a callback on what she used like her on her very first match at NXT when she was so oh yeah it was the same Nicola Glenn oh yeah it was the same so, color palette thinking about so I like that and I love how she even expressed herself like oh I came up with this idea so like back off 
So, what do we think of the whole butterfly lightning situation? I like it. I like it. Like, as a Marvel fan, I, I really yes. love like, Very iconic. Okay. All right. So, first of all, I find it really weird for them to like put Nikki and Alexa in a tag team and not say anything about their history. Because like they had the wildest history and they just did not talk about it at all. Like at least like talk about it majorly. <laughs> like they just said, oh, Alexa and Nikki are, are tagging tonight. So like not a big deal. But anyways, what did you think of the match? It was solid. It was cute. We still thought about those slapping, slap, slap, slap things. Um, and yeah, I agree. The right people won in my opinion. Same here, actually. Because if you think about it, Shayna and Nia were on last year's Money in the Bank ladder match, whereas Nikki and Alexa... Well, Alexa's already won, but Nikki might as well have another chance. Which, speaking of, before we end Raw, do you have any early bets on who might be winning Money in the Bank for the women. Looking at the cast right now, actually, I really don't know who's going to win. If I have a guess, maybe Alexa Bliss. I have a feeling it might be Alexa Bliss too, but like, but, she's already won in the past, so like, I'm also iffy. I want Naomi to win. Oh, it was more than. Or Nikki Cross. <gasps> I do. She's going to fly to the top, bitch. She's going You're to like, snatch that briefcase. Oh my god, wait, speaking of that, she does not use the breakout theme song anymore, girl. What do we think of the whole new theme song? I'm I'm okay with it, but breakout was already growing on me, so. Same here. Like, it really sucks, and like, I was just getting into it, and I was loving it already, and then like, they got rid of it. Oh well, whatever, well. That was it for Monday Night Raw. We got two tag team matches. The tag team division is alive. I lied. It's not alive. <laughs> they're, they're trying to, but at least we got our qualifier matches. So for Money in the Bank, we got Naomi, Asuka, Nikki, and Alexa for Monday Night Raw. And let's just guess who's going on to from SmackDown. But before that, let's move on to our favorite show, NXT. Okay. So starting off, we have Frankie Omega. <laughs> Before they had the whole, oh, it's Frankie. They had that, okay. I was like, oh, oh I, 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 I kind of wish they kept it, not gonna lie. But Frankie Monet had another segment with Robert Stone brand, and she basically excluded Robert Stone the entire time. And honestly, I really want them to be free on this already. Like, I'm like, waiting for it to happen. I feel, like it, I feel like it could work. Same here. If this is what gets the Rob Aliyah a championship in NXT, deserve, deserve. deserve. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I I want it to be like Tyus, like the head of the group. Because if you not. think about it, she's the one with the wrestling experience mm-hmm. out of the three. Actually, you know what? No, Aliyah has the most wrestling experience. <laughs> she's been here so for so fucking long. She might as well be the head. But like, I lowkey want to see like their trio be champions in the future. Because I feel like yes. it might happen, but mm. I'm scared because Triple H hates Aaliyah, so like, you never know. He doesn't. <laughs> if Triple H hated Aaliyah, he would've, she would have been released. No, actually, she's just immune to the releases. Like, you know how, you know how whenever there are releases, <laughs> people are like, Aaliyah survived another day, skinny queen. Yeah. Be like, she, she, she took but, a vaccine and released it or something. True, but yeah, that's all I have to say. Hopefully it does happen soon. Inside. But up next, we do also have another segment where Zoe Stark basically expresses on why she 
help the Oshira, and she basically said she could not stand um, the other two, the other two, um, the other Jesse, two, Jesse and Aaliyah. And the Oshira just comes out there and says, I don't like you. <laughs> She's like, I don't, I don't like, like you, <laughs> but I respect you. <laughs> She's like, I don't like you. That was kind of that weird, was so I was like, Not gonna yeah, it was funny, was so it was funny, funny. <laughs> but yeah, I was a bit, it felt weird, but like, I, I was laughing about it, because, I don't know, I think it goes to show that Io's still like a solo wrestler, like, she's reminding me, like, yeah, I don't like you, I respect you, but I don't like you, and then she left, I was like, okay, girl, there you go. Yes, but up next up, we just saw the tag team match of that. We got the Robert Stone Rand going up against Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. And Troy go right ahead. What do you think of the segment? I mean, segment, this match. The match. Um, Honestly, I feel like I never expected Io and Zoe to be like a tag team. But like, I think they did pretty well with what they had. They didn't do too much tag team moves. Like, I feel like they did more of like their own move sets and like put it into a match together. So, like, if they do want to be a tag team, they might as well get some matching moves or something. But mm-hmm. besides that, I think they did well. On the other hand, Aliyah and Jesse also did really well. I really love Jesse's springboard elbow. She may not be in the Hartwell, but she has she has a pretty good elbow herself. I agree. As for Aaliyah, she's still improving. She, yeah. as, as I she's said the last most week, improved person. Most improved, exactly. She graduated from Alicia Fox's school of selling, so I agree with honors, but yeah, great match. So, yeah, that was a really fun and solid match. I just really love the Robert Stone brand. It's a bit unfortunate they do take up a lot of L's, but girl, if they really like become a trio with Frankie Monet, they better get some goals on this certain way. But after the match, quite shortly. Like, no, actually, no. Immediately after the match, we got a little segment where an actual tag division shows up. First, we got... <laughs> Not actual. And, no, it's true. It's true. Um, what you got this? Um, sorry, I got a message. So, we got a lot of, like, a couple of tagging coming up. First, we got The Way, and then up next, we got Raquel and Dakota from the crowd out of nowhere, which is a bit and then Shotty and Shotty and Amber. So it's really interesting how they're like kind of merging Raquel Gonzalez back into this. So what do you think about that? Um, honestly, it's giving me main roster booking. But like, why couldn't they like get Casey and Caden in this? You know, like I thought Raquel and Dakota were gonna do their own thing because you know I thought they were like building up the Dakota face turn to like go after the title but apparently not but if that's where they're going for then i guess i'm not too mad about it as long as raquel does not become double champion i think i think we're all over the double champion era already (laughs) like i think i'm good for now i'm good for now maybe in the future but like right now i'm not looking forward to it so that's my take but at least it like built up the division like everyone was booked it was giving me tag team division before WrestleMania, when they just had this random ass brawl on SmackDown, where everyone <laughs> was doing their finishers and everything. No, I guess I'll take it. I'll take it, and I don't know who's gonna challenge the way. It's probably 
Probably Eo and Zoe, I would say, but you never know. It's NXT. They'll probably swerve us. That's all. Yeah, it's just really, I love seeing these multiple tag teams. And I said before, I really want to see tag teams get called up to the main roster. But the last tag team got called up are the Iconics, or should I say, the Inspiration. Yeah. I really like that name. So, yeah. Uh, that's it for the tag division. But up next, though, things are not over with NXT. We got the debut uh, from the House of Lopez, Electra Lopez. <laughs> and we all got that pose reference <laughs> going <laughs> up against from San Juan, Puerto Rico, by the way. And be quite frankly, I don't know if there have been there has been a Puerto Rican talent in WWE. I know Latina talent, but I'm not sure about. I'm not sure actually. Like it was a man. Nidia, bitch. Nidia oh, yeah. is from Puerto Nidia's Rico. Rico. <laughs> How dare yeah. you forget about Nidia? Puerto Rico going up against Frankie Monet with his twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand euro, oh, fresh made of tool. <laughs> made of tool. Sure. So sure. Yes. Um, Frankie Monet with the glam slam. I love how Becky is the expert. She was like, that was very effective. One. I was like, <laughs> she sounds pissed. No, okay, but here's the tea. I don't know if you saw this, like, on news, but apparently, like, the NXT people backstage, like, the staff and everything, mm-hmm. they were really impressed with Electra Lopez. Like, they're really yeah. high on her. She they were. Really great like, yeah, and if you think about it, she had a lot of offense in the match. Like, for an enhancement enhancement talent, she had a lot of a lot of offense. She had, like, leg drops, elbows, yeah. whatever. For her first... You know. For her first matches was so much for her to show, I guess. Like, and I'm exactly. pretty surprised they gave her a lot of time because, like, no shade. But if this was Cora Jade or something, yeah, it would have no, been. A, if no, she would have no. taken it like easily. Let's be real. Like, like, I'm not trying to be shady or anything. So yeah, true. It's but true like, so, yeah. So like, a good it's point. really interesting. Mm-hmm. A really good introduction to Alexa Lopez and. Come on, Puerto Rico, cheat on your girl. Maybe a future NXT Women's Champion. And exactly. Bank yeah. on that. Not bank no. on that. <laughs> She's not back yet. Soon. Okay, but up next, though, we got... We got this next segment on, um, on you know, chat on Mercedes Martinez. to saying that I'm not over with Zaylee and shit. And out comes Violet attacking her and Boa helping him. And lo and behold, Jake Atlas gets him over the women's division. And all I'm going to say is, is this the Pride Month push? I was about to say, it's prob- <laughs> probably like, they were like, oh shit, it's Pride Month. Let me put the gays together in one story. Yeah. Let me put the one <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I, I get it. NXT, sure. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's going to be really fun, I think. Because I haven't really seen Boa in the ring yet, aside from like mm. when, aside from like when Raquel beat him up, if you remember. <laughs> Do you, does anyone remember when Raquel beat up Boa? I, and I was like, ciao. But I don't know it's gonna be fun, and anytime we get intergender action, it's gonna be great. And like Mercedes Martinez isn't there, girl. That's gonna be hard hitting. Mm-hmm. So yes, but after that, we're gonna travel to UK, where they actually retired MTV. So. Yes, no more MTV for this week. We got segments. 
actual segments, not video packages. So, first song we got Amelia McKenzie, where she basically said, I applaud Miko Satomura, but I am coming for that title. And Isla Dawn comes out, the one with real tarot cards. You know, she, no. actually, has, she actually sent a copy to Charlotte, so before the Karen Cross match. So, yeah. And she basically said, We're, we have unfinished business. So, yes, it's very interesting that this feud is still ongoing. Although, I think we can all agree that Amelia is probably going to win the next match. Like, she Amelia needs is, to. <laughs> Amelia is against Isla. She's one to two. If you're going to call the tag match, it's clear. It's one and two. So, yeah. Um, so, what do you have to feel on these two? Having the record. Emily needs to win this because <laughs> remember the last yeah. time they had the one-on-one match and then Isla Dawn took the win and we were all just like and then she also lost to Isla Dawn <laughs> in the gauntlet match she, she really did and we were just like oh, what the hell it's like Aaliyah pinned Raquel or something like it was that <laughs> big it was actually that big like we were Emilia shook Emilia McKenzie was a was a high top talent she really was so like a lot of us were shocked when Isla took the win. Not because, you know, we looked down on Isla, but, you know, she hasn't really been winning down a lot. Exactly. You know what? It's yeah. the it's the real tarot cards. I feel like it's the real yeah. tarot cards. Notice how Isla's getting booked, but meanwhile, Scarlett has been getting matches. Sure. Manifesting she's still a carry cross, though. Oh, my God. I think, I think she will, though. I don't know, but anyway. You know, like, you know how Karen had a tryout match and she wasn't there yeah she did have a try actually also scarlet had a tryout match she did and shot Z. this was on smackdown right very interesting but yeah i don't know but there you go why after that that, though we got an introduction of another new competitor that we expected in nxt mila smith interesting i've actually really agree who she is so i'm very interested to see how it goes and and what she calls this, um, Jimmy comes out and says, nobody cares what the fuck you have to say. And I asked some people about me. And Mila basically said, she didn't beat Mako, but I can. And she's like, okay, Miss Mila, you got it. We'll see how this goes. Um, sure. <laughs> but another Mila thing that I just, I just want to like point out is that if you look, it was clearly Eva Valkyrie who came out as well. But if you look up at the sub, at like the titles that they put on each segment in NXT UK, it says, Kaylee Ray. I'm like, that is not Kaylee Ray. Oh, really? It does that. She was like, Mila Smith challenges Kaylee Ray or something like that. And I'm like, oh. But I'm like, that's clearly Eva Valkyrie. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Um, Especially with Mako as the new champ. I don't really know what she's going to do. Um, as for Mila Schmidt, she has, she has some guts <laughs> to say she's going to be... Um, Mako, but and when she actually does, then what are we gonna do? <laughs> then the what the hell? Are we gonna... She's the next island zone. She's gonna surprise us. But I don't. I'm I'm happy we're, you know, getting a lot of new people into True. NXT UK. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say for now about her. Yes, and we actually got a match final on. We got Stevie Turner going up against. Eve Pro Wrestling resident Laura Di Matteo. I'm actually, I'm actually very excited that she's in NXT, NXT UK. I think this isn't permanent, but it's really cool to see her there as a pro wrestling Eve stand. It's really cool to see 
what it, really? I mean, a lot of a lot of them have been and 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 have already been to NXT. Have already been in words, but yes, y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very interesting to see how this is going for them. Hopefully, we get to see more of it, and maybe they have a talent share? Question mark. So maybe. Let's see how that goes, and. But, you know, with this match, it was a great way to reintroduce Stevie Turner because, let's be real, not a lot of people really remember her because she she barely had time to show her, showcase herself. She and it did. Away. So now that she finally has her time, she got her coin, she got everything ready. So she's like, fight, 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 Stevie Turner for the win. And I'm pretty happy that she is here. Same thoughts. Honestly, as you said, Stevie Turner didn't really have any time to showcase what she could do. And I'm happy that she got this one-on-one match against Laura DiMatteo. I'm actually not too familiar with Laura DiMatteo, but her name really rings a bell. So I'm look. I look. You want to see more of her in the future? Maybe like as you said, maybe a talent share. You never know. But hopefully in the future. But as for the match, it was a pretty good showing. Stevie Turner. Maybe we'll see more of her very soon. Maybe a storyline with Nina Samuels. Where the hell is Nina Samuels, girl? She's been gone for forever, but. I'm I'm gonna be keeping an eye out for Stevie Turner. That's for sure. Uh, so yes, honestly, same with me. And girl, let's just see how it goes. But that's actually it for the NXT UK. Let's move on. Wait, 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 girl. I'm not sure if you if you saw this, but there was a segment of like a mystery person signing a contract, and it. And it said Blair Davenport. And people are saying that it's B Priestley. Kennedy Davenport? I don't know. Not Kennedy Davenport. Like, I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up. Like, do you Blair Davenport. Me? Was it do was you... it on the show? I, I don't know actually, but like I remember like it just I, I just remembered it. Like there Holy was a video. Like, and I was like, is it gonna be beep? Like it was a really dark room. <laughs> it was like there was a contract. And then the the oh mystery person God. wrote Blair Davenport, and people were like, "It's probably B Priestley." I was like, "No way, no way!" Seriously. And the way Blair Davenport is actually a really nice name. It's, it's giving actually, me Gossip also, Girl, also, <laughs> Blair. Also really fits, um, it also really fits B if you were to ask me, she would have been AEW Women's Champion by now if she wasn't, if it wasn't the yeah. pandemic. And she's oh, done wow. a lot of great matches in Stardom, so she has that Japanese wrestling style. Mm-hmm. And girl, she is here, dare I say it, like, she is probably as big as Mega Fasamura in Japan. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's a stretch. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a bit of a stretch. But like, she's like, a little, maybe like a level lower than Mega Fasamura. So like, yeah. they're like on, they're basically on the same level. <laughs> they're basically <laughs> on the same level. If you were to ask me, so I'm very excited. Like, NXT UK is getting all of these talents. Like, hello. They are. Oh my goodness. NXT like, is looking NXT, serving. Remember when we were all like, oh my god, they only have eight women. Meanwhile, SmackDown. <laughs> Meanwhile, SmackDown. Not the shade. <laughs> no, it's true though. Oh wow. I want to see that right now, but without further ado, let's just go to the land of opportunity. The land of opportunity, Friday Night SmackDown, closing up the week where we got 
this quick opening segment with Miss SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Bailey, and two other men. We don't care. I lied. It's it's <gasps> Seth Rollins and Cesaro. We low key stand them for the Divas no. brawl that they had a few days ago, a few weeks ago, rather. So honestly, I'm just gonna say that it was a really fun interaction with like you know because every time the men's and the women's divisions like combine together for like for what do you call this? For segments or like matches, it's always really fun, and it like shows how much charisma that they have because you know most of the time like the girls work with the girls and then the guys work with the guys. But when it's the guys working with the girls, it's gonna be like a different dynamic, and I feel like it worked pretty well with like all of them because like I think each of them are very charismatic, so it was pretty fun to see. But yeah, it was it was fun like with, with the like tag move that they did and like before not the match like before like during the set it was pretty fun it was pretty fun but yeah i think it was a great interaction between the four of them what do you think this dynamic is actually really fun to me and it's basically pretty much two of the top stars in smackdown of the men's division and same with the women so i actually really like it personally i feel like they should they should have been before helena because if you were to ask okay. me they should have closed uh these two storylines because it's a bit draggy already, especially the Cesaro and Seamus, Cesaro and Seamus, Cesaro and Seth one, because it's been going on since Mania Girl. So yeah, I, pre- I would have preferred it last week, but you know, it was it was great. I like the match. Same here. All right. Well, moving on to the match itself, I think I'm I'm just gonna start real quick on this. Any mixed tag team match, I'm I'm probably like immediately gonna enjoy it. Because most of the time, it's like really, you know, lots of intergender spots, which we got a pretty okay amount here. I think a lot of people were really wanting to see Bianca hit the KOD on Seth Rollins. Obviously, that didn't happen, but I, I wish it did. It would have been amazing. But as I said, I think everyone worked really well with each other. Um, I love the part where Bailey was going for a crossbody on Cesaro and Cesaro just caught her out of nowhere, you know. Um, you know, we love that interaction between them, but I really love the ending. I feel like the ending kind of, it was kind of fair, because although I did, I did see, like, a lot of people are, like, really 50-50, if not completely not a fan of it, but if you think about it, you can't have Bailey lose again, you know? Like, she lost Helena Cell, she lost in, what was the pay-per-view before this? Was it Backlash? No, it was a Backlash. Was it was a Backlash. WrestleMania backlash. There we go. So like she already lost there, so she can't lose here. Can I just so, say? Rose Plant. Period. Yeah. Can I just say? That's all I have to say about it. What about you? If you saw me like fan girling me decided it's because I was watching the Blair Davenport video and I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> that's no. interesting. <laughs> no. getting all of these talents, which is wow, honestly. Like maybe Maybe it's a mix of both both that I'm actually like paying attention to more wrestling aside of the WWE. And also these are just hella big names. So true, true. And if, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is probably like the first time an AEW star went to WWE. Like in the women or in general? I would say women's because I have no idea what the men's. <laughs> I think so. I think so, yeah. Like, I'm talking about, like, actual big stars, okay? Like, not enhancement talents. No shade to, like, Cora Jade. Oh, wait, Priscilla Kelly was kind of a big thing. Priscilla Kelly. True, true, true. But, 
She's gonna get glam slammed next week. We've been girl. The way it's possible, though. Maybe, maybe to Tony Storm. Where the hell is Tony Storm? Where is Tony Storm? Oh my goodness. Uh, she might as well get called up at this point. She You're right. Like anything. that's what I said. And like, what is what is there left to do for her? Like in NXT, like do I see right. she's been in multiple championship matches? I don't see her being involved in the tag division. She might as well just be called up because the SmackDown roster specifically is lacking. I feel like she would do well on SmackDown, actually. True. Do they need heels? Yeah, they need heels on SmackDown. The only heels they have there. No, is they have Bailey and Bella. Sasha. Oh yeah. Well, Maddie and Tamina are also technically yes, there, so <laughs> they might as well be raw now. <laughs> They've never been on SmackDown for like yeah, they haven't right. been on SmackDown for like. No, two they were on SmackDown today. They were on SmackDown today. They were watching. Oh yeah, they were. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> at least at least we know they're there. But yeah. Oh yeah. What, what were, were you adding something about the mixed tag match or Not nothing much. more? Like, it was just fun, I guess. It was fun. Well, after that, we got this match. Re- this was actually a rematch for like the third time in a, the third week in a row. But before that, we got this quick segment between them because apparently Sonya Deville announced Miss Carmella as the first entrant into the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match from SmackDown. Girl, we've been new. <laughs> we've been new. She was gonna be in it. They don't have any left. In it, like... And she's yeah, she's always in it. This is like her like... fourth. Fifth. She's only the only money in the back match she wasn't in. She was champion. So. Oh yeah, the one against Oscar. Yeah, yeah, the one against Oscar. So like, she's been in everything. She might as well be in the one this year. Mm-hmm. So, we've been. But Liv Morgan comes out, says, "You just have to be beautiful to be, you know, to get yourself a money in the bank ladder match." Like, mm-mm. And she slapped the shit out of her. I love Liv, actually. I love it. Like, it really is. Imagine if we had this during the time. Imagine if we had the Kelly Kelly and like Beth Phoenix. Alicia. Oh. Well, <laughs> not me <laughs> saying Alicia and you saying no, I mean, Beth. <laughs> well, yeah, I just like, I love it. Like, they just do divas. Like, so far, that is. By the way, before we get into it, they both look great, but I personally like Carmella's look more. It's giving bitch Emma Cow our move. Oh, yeah, actually. Yeah. And, like, remember how everyone was, like, complaining how Carmella only has, like, two gears? Well, there you go. She said, well, she, has the third one. she has a third one now. So, like, she's going to have a new one for Money in the Bank, for sure. Oh, my God. Is she going to use the money one again? Because it's getting... True, true. Well, speaking of, speaking of the two of them, we got this segue into the match where Sonya was like, if you can beat Carmella, then you might as well prove yourself worthy. Um, so I think I'll just start by saying that this was also a pretty fun match. I would say it was pretty fun. Um, I was surprised that the oblivion was not the end of it because oh, you know, right. Carmella didn't kick oh out. She had her Wait, foot on the road. Speaking about the oblivion, that is also Stevie Turner finishes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of... Yeah. And how did we forget about that? Why did we not talk about that? Stevie Turner literally stole the oblivion, but... No, because she's been doing, using it even when she was in Sardom and Bobby Tyler. Really? So. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe the stardom stan. It has its not as that. I didn't. What, what was I saying? I didn't know. Liv. I, I thought Liv invented it. Oh my goodness. No. Uh, oh, just like a side note over here. Why is WWE getting everyone from stardom who's not Japanese? It's very telling. Oh my god, they actually are. No, because like Viper, Piper Niven has been in stardom. Stevie Turner, and like. Now be Priestley. Well, be Priestley. Uh. Kaylee Ray was also in Stardom at one point. Like, if you look at the Japanese talent, the only woman from Stardom, well, Ka- Ka- Kyrie Sane as well, but she's no longer with us. She's back in Japan. It's only Io Shirai. They might, as well, Iwatani? I was, they might as well get Mayu Iwatani at this point. Or like, for uh, I'm Momo Watanabe. I don't know. Like, if you're a yeah, as a stardom fan, Momo Watanabe has basically done everything. <laughs> so, and when they get Emmy Sakura for commentary, I agree. And then she's gonna cry. She's gonna cry <laughs> when she loses. Which she the loses. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was screaming when she the lost. I was like, oh, as she should. No, I lied. I lied. No, it was because it was because Brit won. It was because Brit won. Anyway, yeah. Uh, all of that so, aside, um. Yeah, what about you? What did you think of the whole match? It's repetitive, like, let's be real. that they're doing this once again. So, um, I'm just really wondering on what's next to come with the both of them. I think this I think this basically means Liv Morgan is going to be Monday in the Bank. I was like, who else is going to be there? <laughs> so, <laughs> Not that. So, yeah, I'm really hoping more from them. And you know, it honestly just really hurts me. Just like thinking about how great and how and how much talent this Magnum Women's Division would have had if it weren't for the releases and the injuries. Like Mia Yim is not with us right now. She's not injured or released, but she's not been used. She's just not used. Um, Zelina Vega was drafted to SmackDown, but obviously she got released like weeks after. Chelsea Green was supposed to be on the Survivor Series team, is not anymore in SmackDown. So imagine if we just have like more depth and more Ruby Riot who also got released. Hello. Lord. So just really disappointing, I would say. Billy K Billy K as well. Don't forget Billy K. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, that was it for SmackDown. Um that match wasn't officially a money in the bank qualifier, but they might as well put Liv in there. They don't really have any other like, single stars aside from Bailey. It's probably going to be like Liz, Carmella Liz, Nettie Tamina. If we're lucky, Sasha Banks. I really, I'm really not sure actually about Sasha. Is she? Oh yeah, wait. She's returning on the SmackDown before Money in the Bank, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think she's been advertised for it. She's been advertised. But if she's not, girl, she's been lying. I lie. I don't know. Thinking about... Wait, can I just say this? Like, think about advertising. Because, like, I was so sad that, like, one point when WWE was about to do this touring, Sasha Banks said, I don't want to tour. She was like, No, I'm tired. And I was, and then they took her off the advertising thing in WWE in Manila. And I was like, No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Charlotte, I thought this was like, Like, who is Charlotte going to face? And then, like, later on, they revealed the card. I'm like, Yes, Sasha. <laughs> yeah, Sasha gave my home. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. That was a scary moment for me as a young um, <laughs> boss crew member. True. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. But... Just wanted to share that story. 
it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, that was it for SmackDown. Liv hasn't officially been added to Money in the Bank, but she might as well be at this point. Let's be honest. But so far, the field is set for Raw with Naomi, Oscar, Nikki, Alexa. And for SmackDown, we've only got Carmella. So I hope in the future we get Liv. Liv is the only one left. <laughs> Liv is the only one left. Hopefully Mia. I really hope Mia gets some sort I of... I want action. Mia to be there, but if I were to guess, it's going to be Carmella, Liv, Natty, Tamina. Honestly, I, if Natty and Tamina are in it, then... It just makes sense. And when Natty and Tamina win... Did you just say Maurice? Yeah, or Maurice. <laughs> True. I mean, she's already been there. She inspired... The women to do ladder matches anyway. So You're like, right. She's also been in the gauntlet match. So. No, shut up. Not the gauntlet match. <laughs> I'm always gonna not anything total divas right now. Not after they cancel no. that franchise. Anyways. Okay. Anyways. So I just, I just, I just, it's just SmackDown, right? Like yeah, that, that was it for SmackDown. So. Just, let's just see more build-up for Money in the Bank very soon. But with that said, we got some very big news for Special Spotlight. Everyone was shaking about this topic when it was released. So let's jump right into our Special Spotlight of the Week. There's 13 people releases, 13 new releases, and one of them happens to be Marina Shafir. And she's the only woman released. And like, can I just say... <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> if y'all see the comments, the next one shut up right now. You're just so evil to me. Oh I'm so sorry, girl. Oh my god. If you don't know that, I'm in the Okay. Um, no, but for real. Okay. No, but for real. I'm a bit like, ouch. Like, this literally made no noise. I hate to say it. It really didn't. I'm a bit sad we never got to see Marina more in the ring because it's really, really at the time that. It seemed like they were showcasing her more. Like she wasn't even she was even in the Dusty Classic, if y'all remember that. So Oh my god, she <laughs> was the I forgot she off. was in the class. <laughs> oh yeah, she was <laughs> with Zoe, right? Yeah, oh, she, yeah she teams with Zoe. So oh, yeah, that's the thing. What did he say? I'm still reading a private chat right now. I can't. Okay, go on. Okay, what so honestly, I feel like she had so much, not really so much, because I don't, I didn't really like know much about her, like prior to WWE. But like the the short amount of time she had in like the tag classic, and what do you call this? What's the other thing she was in? Oh my god, I don't remember. Well, she was tagging with Jessamine. Oh yeah, Raw Underground. The time she had in Raw Underground. Oh, you're she was that. she did pretty well and she he was in her farmer's market gear. <laughs> the, it, oh, it was oh camp. God, the it picnic was camp. blanket. The picnic blanket, dude. <laughs> like, oh my god, it was camp. But anyways, um I just feel like they signed Jessamine and Marina so early without any That's wrestling true. knowledge. So like it like, felt really rushed just because of the hype of the possible horsewomen horsewomen match. Girl, Shayna's the last one standing. <laughs> And Rhonda's pregnant, so she's not going back can very I, soon. Can I be completely honest? I didn't even know there was a four first woman of MMA before they went in WWE. Lord. I'll be honest, so. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, so. Can I just say, like, the last time we saw Marina was when Roderick Strong, like, 
gave up his contract to William Regal and Marina was just there. <laughs> she was just like she was just like brushing his arm while he like resigned from NXT. And suddenly he's back. And then Marina's released. You know what? Marina's busy like making her next album. She's promoting her new album. No. No, Marina Shafir is busy promoting up, up, down, down. A YouTube channel that I actually like. Actually, uh, oh well. I stand. Um, I think we should just go to AEW, shall we? Let's jump right in, girl. And up now with all of these wrestling starting for Dark Elevation, and just what I said last week, this is really the start of, like, the lessening of matches in Dark Elevation. I've only got three matches on both shows. So starting us off with my Delhi X. I'm so sorry, you guys. This recording is so messy. But yeah. And Beast Bomb. Yeah. So I'm actually going to have really quick. So I'm so sorry, girls. I actually, actually thought that this was going to go much more just because Delmi was a bigger talent like outside of AEW, but y'all y'all saw what happened. It's an it's an AEW dark match against Nyla Rose. Beast Bond. That's true. Oh well. And up next though we got Abbott oh no no Abbott. Chris Tapman up against Renee Michelle. Big Bang Theory one two three. Honestly, I will awesome. I will say though Renee Michelle looks great. Like better I than ever. She looks so freaking beautiful. Um I know she can do much more. I know they're like just using her for enhancement talent, but I hope they use her much more because I'm actually not too sure of her in-ring experience aside from like the Mayon Classic. So no, I want to see what she's been there for. She's been there for a while. Oh well, yeah, she she has been there, but like you know, I want to see her win matches. Like, what's her finishing uh-huh. move? I'm still not sure, but yeah, that's all I have to say. Renee Michelle for Empower, honestly. Honestly. You know, she's a relatively big name, so she might as well be there. Mm-hmm. So, and up next, though, we got another match with Jade Cargill with the segment first. And she was basically like, oh, girl, I am the hottest commodity in this shit. And, like, I am that bitch. Against Robin Renegade. And Renegade. I love how they referred to it as the Glam Slam 1-2-3. They did. And, like, I mean, like, it, it is the Glam Slam, like... You know, unlike WWE saying that Bianca is paying homage to the Glam family. No, that's the bitch clan. That's right? the bitch clan. Lord. Paying homage to jazz. The jazz True, singer. true. The jazz singer. But, yeah. The you know, huge, yeah, huge props to them for acknowledging the Glam family. That's all. And up next, though, on AEW Dark, we're starting things off with Diamante going up against Ashley Zambwa. And can I just say, Ashley Zambwa looks like Looks like Jordan Grace. Actually. In, like, to be completely honest. Like, the, what do you call this? The resemblance is actually uncanny. In some way. I don't, have, I don't know how to explain it, but... I think I'm just, we've just been watching too much Impact. Where's her mm. Rachel Ellering? <laughs> Wait, I, mm. I, I, think, I think they're breaking up, actually. Never mind. Wrong timing. Me when I lost... When I lost the championship to Fire and Flavor. Imagine losing oh my god, imagine <laughs> losing the titles to Fire and Flavor. How embarrassing. Yeah. I lied. But, but up next though we get Apodon going up against the other half of the sea stars, Ashley Vlog. Oh also Yamonte's new finisher, amazing. Like, True. It really fits her with like her whole gang aesthetic kind of thing. 
if you need pictures. Because, like, girl, when I think of, like, gangs, the mafia, I think of people choking the fuck out of you. So, that's that. So true. And so much people use the, what do you call that? The sunset flip? So, like, it's a, the code it's a red. change. The code red. There we go. So much people use it. So, I love the new submission. Anyways, mm-hmm. move yeah, on. Yeah, it was a new, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air, as I must say. And up next, though, we got Ab- Abaddon going up against Ashley Vox. And all I can say is Abaddon paying homage to Queen Alicia Fox this time. She did. Oh, my goodness. Alicia the is Fox actually, is like, she did. And I, 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 I hate how they didn't bring it up that this was Alicia's move, but it's y'all fine. Said, it's fine. Y'all could have said saying much of Victoria Crawford or something. True, true. Well, well, at least you know she's paving the way, and it's kind of great that she doesn't like she has a secondary finisher aside yeah. from like the widow's peak. So, wait, she's a diva fan. We love to see it. She actually the is the uh, and the foxy DDP. Wait, like Maddie Rinkowski with the axe kit. <laughs> Made no noise. <laughs> Anyways, no comment. So yes, although finishing things up with AEW Dark, we got um the bunny going up against Rika Tahaka again. Rika Tahaka always gets like this, um, this like offense whenever she fights, and I love to see it. Like she deserves like this a lot, I would say, and you know this, and I just think that. It's been really like a long time coming for her, so I really appreciate that. Same here. Honestly, Rika Tahaka. Oh my goodness, I can't pronounce Rika Tahaka. She's one of the few enhancement talents who I actually like gravitate towards too, because I feel like she has like this demeanor in the ring, or maybe it's just because she's in the ring with the bunny, who's also like very charismatic. So I really enjoy her a lot. But yeah, I hope something's in store for the bunny. She has been here for so long. She's the she's the Aaliyah. Of AEW, like she basically oh is. She was like person number three to be signed on AEW, and so far she's made exactly. Names. I really hope she gets a title match soon because she's girl. I love her. I love her so much. I've known she's the one I've known for the longest, even longer than Britt since her since her what do you call this alley days and her impact. cherry bomb era even her cherry bomb era. Lord, that's all. I guess. Although now we're going to Dynamite, and first off, we got like some segments with Britt Reba, Vicky, and Nyla, where they basically said, Vicky Guerrero, you stupid bitch, why did you ask for a match? <laughs> and you didn't ask for like a football team or something like that. <laughs> That's no. And you know, it's very interesting to me. And blonde Vicky, like, you know, I know before she's had blonde before, like even in the past few months, but like now she just went full on blonde. The Dolph Ziggler influence me. <laughs> Exactly. I, lo- exactly. I love that duo. Can I just? I actually like that duo, Dolph Ziggler and Vicky Guerrero. It made me love Dolph, like as a kid, and I'm gonna so now. So yeah, it was a really fun segment, and you know what? It's gonna be very interesting to see these two teams come together, go go up against each other. Same here. Honestly, I'm just really looking forward to the match. I feel like they're gonna do really well, especially with like Nyla Rose, which it better not end in a beast bomb. Hell no. <laughs> Bitch, I feel like no. it's all the Reba. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But you know, Beast Mother Reba and then Vicky Guerrero pins. This is oh, the material. Oh, oh my god, you know who else? Giving would take the pin? 26. Oh my gosh, you know who else would do great taking the pin? Who? 
No. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking forward to the match because you know Nyla can do so much. She can do springboard stuff, yeah. and I know Britt can do so much good transitions. It's gonna be great. And it's been a while since we've had heel versus heel. It's gonna be interesting. Um, I don't know. That's all I have to say. I look forward to it. And up next, though, and finally, capping these things off, we got another match. We got another. We got one final match between Chris Statlander up against the Bunny. So, what can you say? Honestly, this was this is pretty great. I will say, I really enjoyed this match. Each both of them had like their respective like what do you call this? Because you know they're both in factions. Is Chris in a faction? Like I know she's with yes, like yes. partnership yeah, with like, Orange uh-huh, Cassidy, with, like, right? Best friend. Yeah. I'm yeah. Bit, so like, I'm a bit so, like that's a bit. Um, yeah. So like, I'm a bit. They're both. Wait, I don't remember where, the name of the caption I of the faction I have. No, because like in my head, I'm like I'm a bit like in I'm a bit surprised that only one of them like showed up, one each, one of each, because like. The bunny true, true. and then the Hardy family office, and then like um, she's with the best friends and all. So yeah, there's that. But yeah, what else can you say? Um, I, I actually did not expect Ali the bunny to lose this match. Like I was actually shook, but at the same time, I feel like, I feel like Chris kind of needed the win more, um, especially considering like I don't know if this is like right logic or like. Whatever, because you know Orange Cassidy Cassidy just main evented like the last pay per view for the world title. So like, considering Chris is like affiliated with her, she might as well get some wins too. But this could be like her ticket to like the main event spot along with for the title, which I feel like I low key want to see um, Chris Statlander dethrone Brit in the future. Not right now. Not right now. Hell no. But if if anyone, I would say I want Chris Taplander to be taking the title off her. If not Penelope yeah. Ford or something. I agree. And it's like I wanna see what's next really for Chris Taplander. And I wanna see what's next, I would say. Because she's been undefeated. And Chris Taplander versus Rick Baker is just like a match in the making. Um, dare I say they they were really the two up and coming stars of twenty twenty. But obviously, both of them got injured, like just just right when the pandemic started. So hopefully, we get to see more. And yeah, that actually wraps up the show right now. Sorry, guys, I'm kind of in a rush. So if you want to see me, um, you can follow me GKTBT. And if you follow, if you want to see my tweets as well, because I tweet very often nowadays, you can follow me at TroyPBT. Thank you guys so much, and see you all next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.